Hey guys, welcome back to season four, episode two of 2PB. Today we got some deep, deep questions that we're going to ask all of us and let's see what we got. So I'm going to start off with this on. I think the question of the day is, what's on your bucket list? So uh, the initial thing that comes to my mind is pretty simple. I want to sit courtside at TD Garden, 100%. Watch, preferably for a playoff game because the stakes are higher. So like, like imagine game seven of an NBA finals. That would be absolutely just like a chart topper for me. So like, that's the ultimate dream. Um, yeah. Cor- maybe courtside for any game, really like any regular season game. Just want to be up close to the action. That's something that comes to mind in terms of bucket list. What else? Obviously like some travel destinations come to mind. So like I've always wanted to go to Sydney, Australia. This is something I've been thinking about actually for the past few days. I've just been looking up videos in Sydney, Australia. Nice. Have you been to Australia? I thought you've been to Australia before. I do. I have, and we have family that lives in uh, Melbourne, but okay. and we never got a chance to. Me and Fon never got a chance to go to Sydney, which I've heard is like a lot better than Melbourne. Nice. So, um, maybe take my my fiance more, my my then wife there. It's kind of funny to hear you say travel. Uh, I don't know. Never, never pictured you as like when I think of travel, sometimes I think of camping. Would you go camping as on? No, that's not me, man. That's all Abdullah. So, um, happy birthday, Abdullah. Shout out to everybody. Oh, happy birthday, Abdullah. Happy birthday, Abdullah. Yeah. I, I called Abdullah this last weekend. I'm not more, much of an outdoors guy. I'm like all about cities, like the skyscrapers, like all that, the city life, the metropolis life. So maybe, all about huh? yeah, maybe once I get older, I'll appreciate like camping and outdoor stuff. If it's just, if it's like a group activity, I do it, but it's not something I set out or sought out after. So nice. I, I think, I think that's a stretch for you to say, man. I don't think I'll ever enjoy that. activity. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, man. Like, oh my gosh. Camping is so fun. <laughs> I think the only outdoor stuff I really enjoy is things in the snow. Yeah. I just think it's really, really beautiful to be in the snow and like have like, pictures and you know wear like really like heavy clothes and stuff and then there's yeah maybe like a maybe like a skiing trip or something yeah and obviously in the colder you don't worry about mosquitoes or all that stuff you know you gotta jack it up man yeah like imagine like going to like like switzerland and it's like really beautiful and you're like hiking a mountain in the snow like i feel like that's super cool this sounds like to me is an excuse to buy canada goose (laughs) <laughs> oh man <laughs> you got to my bucket list already man. <laughs> yeah, i think i would sec i would second it's on sitting courtside I, I mean an nba finals would be awesome but just a right any nba game to be honest that would be a great experience mm-hmm. and then i think honestly any sport he's right but i think obviously traveling and then i think just going to different places but i think something that comes to mind it's just like, you know, traveling one day, you know, paying for like all the family, just traveling to like as a family together. I don't think we, in our family, we haven't really done a lot of family travels or vacations, but uh-huh. that's something that would be nice. Yeah. True. Hey, man, I forgot you got to pay for the kids too. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. Dang. We got Maha <laughs> for that. Maha the cover. Maha's off the, off the Maha. Hey, man. <laughs> nah, man. Shalom. One day. One day. I'm going to be working for free though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean for the best of the world. Your trips are going to be like. Uh, I, mean, I think traveling, yeah, yeah. I think we so we went like to a couple of cities. Personal bucket list. I... 
Mm-hmm. So I said we've been to a couple of cities, and I've realized like the beachcation travels are like a little more chill and easier to do instead of just walking around a city for days. Yeah. Sorry, just didn't put that. I think. Yeah, Zan had a good good start to this. There's definitely like different aspects of a bucket list. Sports is such a part of all of our lives. I feel like we all have something um, related to sports that would probably be on all of our bucket lists. I, I think courtside obviously is is incredible. I, I would I think I would do it at a playoff game regu- rather than a regular season game. And it'd have to be a team that I support to kind of check off my bucket list because that that pressure and that tension is different when it's a team you support. And then obviously if you throw in the playoffs on top of that, man, that's a different type of energy. It is. I think regular season, it'd be like a really cool experience, but I don't know if it's like bucket list worthy, you know? Um, what else? Yeah, then there's travel. Um, let's see. I feel like we talked about this on the previous podcast of places we'd like to go to. Um, but yeah, honestly, just having the opportunity to go and travel everywhere. Um, you know, having a vacation, like when, when you're traveling with your family, when you're a kid, you're just, you're kind of, you know, doing whatever your parents have planned out. But like, once we finally get to, you know, travel on our own, it's going to be like, you know, waking up and planning your own day, which I feel like is super cool. Um, yeah, I agree. I think my twist on on this is I actually kind of want to live in like the, the south of France or, uh, you know, maybe Napoli or something for like six months of my life. That would be really cool. That, that, like, that would uh, be sick. You know, like, like take a sabbatical and go learn how to make Neapolitan pizza. What's today? Like? Like that um, <laughs> would be kind of fun. Just, just take like, six months off to learn how to make pizza. Yeah. What, what I imagine life to be like in that situation. Have you all seen Master of None the beginning of season two where – uh, Z starts out in uh, basically uh, over there, and it's just I don't know. It just seems like a good time, just all this mental relaxation. I, 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 I want to have an opportunity to do that at some point in my life. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, hey, kids, again, like to France. What, 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 I mean, why not, dude? Hey, little, kids, we're hey, going to Nice. Like, like, just living in the countryside, nothing, nothing on your mind. Why not? You gonna um, wear one of those those hats? What are these called? <laughs> the berets yeah, the berets yeah yeah um barley in your mouth yeah i'd also like to like be completely like shredded at some point in my life that'd be kind of cool like <laughs> invention reps for 225 that would be pretty awesome pretty attainable goal i guess yeah i think getting in shape is on my bucket list for sure yeah yeah, yeah. maybe one day but it, it won't be i don't think it'll be accomplished anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> I think the most realistic one out of all ours is attending just like a game seven of a courtside final kind of thing. Cause that's just like a monetary thing that once we're willing to spend the money, we should be able to, you know, are we going to ever be willing to spend that much money though? I, I my so. hope is, I think so. My hope is I get these tickets somehow. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'll be okay with paying for them. It's like, it's a once in a lifetime experience, man. Yeah. My hope is, I just, my hope is Azan has the potential to get these tickets out of all of us most. So. <laughs> Inshallah, man. Azan, dude, you need to go become a sports agent, man. Come on. Oh, that'd be yeah, awesome. Boy. If the Celtics play in the finals, I will definitely splurge money. Like, but like courtside at the finals is what, like 50,000? Uh, maybe really? not. Maybe, maybe 25. 
50,000? Wait a minute. Hold if on. It's like LA or Boston. I feel like it'd be that expensive. Yeah, yeah 25 expensive. more realistic. It's going to be 50,000. Like 20 to 25, I would say. I don't think okay. I would spend 50,000 even for the Celtics. That would be crazy. Well, okay. here's the always two pairs of brothers. Here's to hoping two pairs of brothers from a really famous podcast, and then we're just gifted these tickets somehow. You know what I mean? I see That's what I'm saying, man. No, I think uh, oh, yeah. ESPN, ESPN sends us to cover the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun. <laughs> Lifestyle podcast. <laughs> That'd be crazy. We got Bronny on our podcast before his game seven. <laughs> I think a, a little bit more sentimental uh, bucket list is I'm hoping this is still going like 10 years from now. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, and, and then we can, think it should be going. can like listen back to it like all the time. I think that's the coolest part about this for us is we can listen back to some of this stuff when we're a lot older. Mm-hmm. Another time, do y'all listen to the podcast? Like, we listen to sometimes I, hate I do my own voice. I, I definitely listen I, to it. I don't listen, I don't like listening to my voice, but same here. I like, I like, you know, I, I hate it. listening to my voice now, but I think in like. A year or two's time, if not five years' time, I feel like I'll be comfortable with like at least listening to the old episode and seeing where we were at and what we were thinking and stuff of that nature. It'll be, it'll be pretty cool. I usually do it I on have... a long drive and I'm bored. I'll, I'll throw it on. I actually like laugh a lot. I laugh yeah. like, more than I think I, I would have laughed. <laughs> yeah. It's I listen to that first episode all the time sometimes and I'm just like, gosh, where do we start from? Dang, I don't think I've listened to the first episode in a while. I think I listened to it back <laughs> once. Dang, we were just episode. kids, man. Yeah. How old, how old was I? Maybe twenty years ago. I was nineteen. I was twenty. Yes, yeah, so I must have been twenty-one. Oh That's lord! Insane. Dang. Jeez. Life's passing by, man. Wow. Oh man. I feel like also with bucket list, there's like we can all give like one overarching. I feel like. Like, yeah, sports and then, like, travel, that's, like, part of everyone's bucket list. But, like, in terms of, like, where you want to be in your life, I feel like everyone has something in their bucket list, too. So, Zon, do you have something? 100%. Well, like, what I want to do. Yeah, like, what's, like, where do you want to end up, basically? I feel like that's on everyone's bucket list, right? Like, but it's, like, that's pretty personal. I would, uh, obviously, would like to be involved in some type of sports-related activity, like, whether whether it be like front office capacity anything really anything that gets me closer it could even be football honestly nba or nfl those are like nba do obviously have, do they have jobs they probably have jobs for like nba like front office like pa or player association and yeah they I, i'm sure nba pa probably has some openings enough yeah i'm definitely gonna scour the the internet and stuff like that but that's i would love to be anything that can get me closer that would be awesome nice I think for me, I think it's just like, you know, just I w- I'd love to re- retire earlier, you know, just to like chill and just, you know, mm-hmm. make some passive income and so you don't have to work all the time. Yeah. Or nice. Forever, you know, have some real estate or something. I don't know. Yes. That's sir. how I think of it. I mean, yeah, sure. I want to be like some executive or something, but I think, I think more of the just generational wealth, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah. Sign this man to a contract, give him an MBA contract. Hey. There's this uh, thing on, on Reddit. There's something called Fire Financial Independence and Retire yeah. Early. Why you go check it out? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen that. <laughs> Sometimes other thing is really cool is like, you know, if you ever like became like a accountant for like some of these like players, like athletes. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool. Like reading oh, yeah. their athletes. Like, oh, yeah, help on their taxes or whatever. 
yeah. I feel like they're at that point where they would pay, they'd pay a premium for that service. Mm-hmm. They probably do. I mean, yeah. But I guess you probably like, so like, I'm pretty sure they go through your agents. Like, it's on, say he's an agent, he got his clients, and he's like, oh, I need a tax person, you know? That's so Yeah, like, that's probably how they do it. That, that's probably how it works. I doubt an athlete cares anything about any of that. They care about making money as AFS. You can help them make more money, man. Yeah, they do care about that. I'm just helping them save money from Uncle Sam. That's my job. I mean, saving money is making money. True. True, true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Professionally, I have no idea where I want to be. <laughs> I, have like no, I have no problem with working for the rest of my life as long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Um, yeah. Uh, I would like to like live in an urban area. That'd be kind of dope. Be able to kind of be involved in, in in any type of community. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe a little, little politics on the side. You know what I mean? I'm just going to Oh. <laughs> you never know. Mayor of Huntsville. I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool to like write a book and just become a New York Times bestseller. I don't have the writing skills for that personally. That'd be so awesome. That'd be kind of cool. That would 100%. What about Maybe. You? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, th- my morning today is something I would feel like I want to have at, at through the, throughout the rest of my life. So I want to <laughs> be in a position where, you know, I can have like extremely chill weekends. Like today, I basically slept a good nine, 10 hours, woke up, nice. you know, not many worries in the world. Um, so hopefully I'm at a point in my career where either I'm like, you know, I'm, I've done all my work and I'm so like, you know, so comfortable in the work I'm doing that I don't have to like, you know, stress about it um, or like stress about a Monday morning, you know? And um, I agree with you. Cause like something uh, I'd love to do is like, you know, have some passive income on the side. So, you know, I could slowly gradually either retire early or work less um, and, you know, be involved in other projects. Also, I feel like I would want to be involved in, building a mushroom at some point in my life oh, um, yeah, because mashallah. because like i like especially with like an indoor basketball court because that's something i <laughs> i know all of us in mississippi never had and yes. we always always looked forward to having at some point we never got it so i feel like i want to do that for uh, like wherever i am and if there is already something like you know if i'm in a bigger area and there's already stuff like at least being being involved in you know the activities around the mushroom then uh, definitely like especially with like on the like the sports side of it where you know a lot of these kids that's how they they're attracted to you know coming to the mushroom every every week is you know coming with their friends and playing sports so like having that uh have, being involved in that aspect of it would be yeah somewhere i want to do i think that's something like severely discounted is like how a basketball court literally just an indoor one like brings so many people to a mushroom like oh many man. there's this mushroom here and only one mushroom in Atlanta that i know has an indoor basketball court and i think that's the only mushroom that i really go to it's outside the one I go to Jumanji, but like it literally attracts so many people, and it even attracts like non-Muslims. I, I shared a video on Twitter with uh, with like the, some of our friends here, and it was uh, it was a mushroom in Houston, and it was, the guy literally met Hakeem, and he it was like him and his non-Muslim friend. He was telling Hakeem, he's like, "Hey man, I brought my my non-Muslim friend. He prayed for the first time." And Hakeem was like, "Man, that's amazing. I hope you I hope you feel at peace." And the guy was like, "Yeah, dude, it was amazing. I do feel a lot at peace." So like stuff like that, like, you can can really do a lot of good work you know through just having an indoor basketball court which is just pretty cool hey fyi come to roswell georgia they're trying to build a 
biggest mushrooms on the East Coast. <laughs> I'm serious, actually. Oh, damn. Yeah. Good for y'all, man. Wow. I'm not, uh, not me, just the community. Good for the community. Good for, Good for you. Yeah. And they're going to have like a, like a mega gym in there? Not supposedly, <laughs> man. They're, they're ambitious. It's like a lot of, it's like five, six million dollars they're trying to spend here. That's yeah. All right. Should we get into our topic then? Yeah. So uh, I think the topic for today, I guess the main topic for today was uh, kind of reversing the clock about how long ago was quarantine? Like 15 months ago? Yeah. 16. Yeah. About 15, 16 months ago. So rewinding the clock about 16 months and, you know, kind of diving into where we were at that exact moment. I know everyone was kind of in different places and everyone kind of had different, different things that happened to them like during quarantine. So just kind of rewinding the clock and, you know, uh, being in that, in that moment. All right. I guess mine was pretty straightforward. I can start off first. Um, so I think Afan, you and you had left maybe like the Thursday before yep. you took all the boys back. Mahan, I think we should we should start with what happened like on that Wednesday though. Oh uh, yeah. So what 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 did happen on that Wednesday? I just we went to that uh, what was that Mexican restaurant? Uh Los Juanes? No, we went to Tostadas. Oh uh, Tostadas, yeah, we went to Tostadas, yeah. So we're at Tostadas and we 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 know what's happening. Like we we're hearing the news, we're like, oh my god, like stuff is going down. And everyone was talking, I remember, on every table about it. Yeah. Um, I just remember that night because that's when NBA got canceled, right? Yeah, so or like they, we they found out NBA, NBA got canceled from Izan at the restaurant. Yeah, God. Uh, so we you remember we NBA had to we had to go to CVS after. Yeah, we go to CVS after, and we're in line, and all the toilet paper is gone, everything's gone, all the essentials are gone, and we're in line. <laughs> this lady, it's like we're 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 like starting to like social distance ever somewhat whatsoever, and this lady's like behind us, and then. I think Omar or you say Tom Hanks got COVID or something. Mm, <laughs> this lady's yeah. like, Tom Hanks got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her life ended, man. Yeah, she was so surprised. And she was sent there by her husband to get toilet paper, actually. <laughs> so we check out, we go back, and the next day you leave. And that weekend, what happens is, so my, uh, my step one dedicated portion just started. And Omar actually had left back home because it was his spring break. And uh, that's when the, the world just like kind of um, came to a crux. Uh, I remember that week. Also, Azan, I think you came and visited me that Monday or Tuesday, I want to say. Uh, yeah, I came. Uh, I also visited Josefa too. I came yeah. to pick up my car from the airport in Atlanta. So, so you were flying. Was it between this? Uh, oh, so, yeah. I, I flew initially from uga to back home not knowing what was going to happen so i didn't know we were going to get shut down i flew home for spring break and then but i left my car at the atlanta airport with the expectation that i was going to come back like a week later so that's why i had to i had to fly back to atlanta get my car and then drive back home so it was a good thing anyway so i'm in birmingham and i'm studying for my exam and the, the, the world is like slowly just shutting down like piece by piece around me Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just trying to grind because I'm just trying to, like, make sure I get to take my exam in time. And uh, at this point, I start getting pretty neurotic. I'm, like, carrying, like, Clorox around and, like, wiping stuff down. I'm, like, damn, I'm, I'm bound to get infected. Um, eventually, uh, 
my parents are like about a week a week and a half later like you basically have to come home it's like the world is there's there's nothing like all the restaurants are gonna close down there's gonna be nothing and uh at that point i was like okay fine i'll come home and from there on forward i lived at home from uh late march until late june so that's like the gist of what happened uh, i was studying the entire time basically i took my exam the end of may um that was interesting like studying while like being, I, I, I had studied my first two years in medical school, basically outside of the home setting. I like, I barely studied in my room and now I was like in an enclosed space. I was like a complete change in setting. Um, honestly, it frustrated me a lot because I just felt really uncomfortable the entire time, almost like suffocated. And then also like being around family, I hadn't really studied in that setting in, in a minute too. So that, that was also a uh, pretty, uh, pretty big change of pace. Um, but we got through that and the early, early quarantine was kind of cool because now like our whole family was together. So that, that was me, Jose, and my sister and my parents were all home together. It's the first time in like a number of years that was happening. So that, that was the most fun part. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was crazy, man. I guess I'll pick up because my, my start of my story kind of ties in with mods as well. So again, I was there with Mahad on that Wednesday. It was me, Mahad and Omar. And, you know, slowly the we all the news broke. I remember we came home from CVS and we just turned on CNN. And, like, you know, we don't usually watch CNN. But that night, we're like, all right, we're going to turn on the news. So we're in, like, Omar Reddy. Yeah, we're on Lemon, Reddy apartment. I remember. And, and then, like, Don Lemon is just going off on the on the screen. <laughs> you remember that, mod? You were, like, you were laughing so hard. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he was a fool. Yeah, he was going off. But, uh, yeah, so we, we watched the news that night. And then um, at that point that night, we I, I kind of had a feeling that, uh, like, so UAB hadn't announced that they were going to shut shut down or anything at that point. But I had kind of a feeling that, okay, this is about to get really, really bad. And kind of the months leading up to that, um, we heard, we were hearing about COVID. And I remember, like, I was talking to Zan, and he was like, yeah. Or I was talking to either Mahadharma as well. And they were like, yeah, if there's a case at UAB, we're kind of screwed. Because there was a case in, like, Boston, I remember. Um, and then there was, like, a case in Chicago and a case in Texas. And we're like, okay, it's, it seems pretty confined. Like, it's not going to come here. But, you know, obviously, that after those two months from January up to March, it was getting pretty bad. And then up to that night. So then that was all in my head. And I, I was... I, I I don't know if you guys use the like Twitter moments. I always check that in the morning. And yeah. I used to always read about like the COVID stuff every morning. So I, I was getting pretty like, you know, paranoid already. So that Wednesday night I was, I went to sleep. And then that morning, I think I actually ended up. Pat- so my, my plan was already to go back. Uh, Cause our spring break was starting um, that upcoming week. So we were going to leave on Thursday anyway. Um, so I ended up packing, but then I had like a feeling that maybe I should pack a lot of my stuff instead of just a, a couple things. Um, so I ended up packing like my whole suitcase full of things. Um, I did leave like, uh, like I would say like about 20, 30% of my stuff still in the apartment in Birmingham. But I also then texted, uh, Humza Q and Harris. I was like, you guys should probably pack pretty heavy as well. Cause I don't know when we're going to be able to come back. Um, and then that Thursday, uh, I remember I said bye to, the, to Mahad and Omar and Omar had his, I remember he had a surgery the following like Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. So he, that's why he went home as well. So, um, and then I ended up, I, the, the worst part of it was I didn't end up getting to say, you know, bye to like a bunch of my, my college friends. Um, 
ended up saying bye to like all of Hamza and Haris's friends because they were like they were all sad that they were leaving <laughs> and they didn't know when they were gonna come back either. So and I had to pick them up from from their dorm and they're all just standing outside. So I ended up you know saying bye to all of them, which is is kind of funny that I didn't get to say it to my own friends. But anyways, uh, then we went home and that month the two months honestly that was like we were talking to some people we had some like family friends and their kids came over last weekend we were talking about it that it's probably going to be the weirdest time to remember in your life because it's something you can never forget like me and Hazan stayed for eight weeks inside our house literally did not leave the house for eight weeks um when I left the house I forgot how to drive they, they had repainted some of the roads in our neighborhood and I didn't <laughs> know about it and I literally was driving the wrong lane at some point, at one point. Um, there was like a bunch of like TV shows. I, I, I associate like Tiger King and like Money Heist. The, like I started that during quarantine. So I associate that with um, with quarantine. But as Mahal was saying, it was, there's some, there's some uh, pros to it as well. Like having the family together all in uh, under one household uh, or under one roof was something that we didn't have for quite a bit. So it was nice to have. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an extremely wild time. Oh man, I forgot Ramadan was also smack dab in the middle of that. Oh man. man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that was a tough Ramadan. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, I don't know. For me, it was pretty tough. That was a Ramadan where like he did Tharabi at home. I've never, we've never done that. Yeah. So. yeah. It was kind of nice not having to like rush the mustard right after. You're right, man. <laughs> that was a nice part. Like, shoot. And uh, I, I, like, you know, but I, I don't like really waking up like late, but in Ramadan, you just got to have to, especially if nothing to do. Otherwise you're going to be so hungry. Oh yeah. You're right. And, uh, I don't know. It, it was, it was detrimental, but it was, it was, it was a good time. Awesome. So I think I'll, I'll take it next. So I'm going to start mine from Abdullah's wedding. So Abdullah, I believe, got married November 2019. Yes. Yeah. And I think so my mom had, was about to come back from Pakistan. And my mom is pretty adamant she had COVID. But I mean, at the time, <laughs> we just heard COVID. And she's, until this day, she's very adamant. And we're like, you probably did it. But anyway, so we had heard about COVID in the news. And every time I heard about it or something, I was like, you know, it's never come to America. You know, it's like Ebola. You heard about Ebola, but you're like, it's never come to America. It's mm-hmm. not going to come over here. It's not going to affect us. But I mean, I think starting from there, I, need, I think that was a pretty lit wedding in my, in, I guess, all of our opinion. And I think we were just together. And I think probably maybe COVID was around then, but not as prevalent. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I think the next thing is, I think, so a couple months go by, I think we first get the finally first case in America. And I think, I remember Izan, I think he stayed at my place for a night. I think this was like two or three weeks before it. And he like flew over, I guess he, I think he flew over to Houston, correct? And then yeah. from there, I mean, I think life was going normal. And I remember the day, it was like March something, but I remember I went to work that day. There was no one at work. Everyone, I guess, was too scared to come in. And they still hadn't canceled everything because the NBA got canceled that night. Yeah. And I just remember like going in and people were just like scared. They got Clorox wipes. They got hand, people actually buying hand sanitizers and whatnot. And I guess you couldn't even buy them off the shelf at that time anyway. But I mean, I remember we went in and then everyone's like, yep, it's, everything's closed. And at the point, everyone's like, okay, it's gonna be closed for two weeks, you know? So I, my, my plan was, so it got closed, but we were, I was going to Chicago for a wedding and I just flew. This was pretty abrupt. I was about to take the Friday before. It was a pretty cheap ticket. I guess no one wanted to fly. So I decided to fly to Chicago and then I came back and then literally the next day, 
everything shut down. And then I guess at that point I just, I stayed home for a day and I was like, I don't know, everything's closing. Can't really do much at home. So I went back to Huntsville. So I think I personally stayed from Huntsville from March till the day, basically when I got married, which was December, 2020. So I was home the whole time. I went back only once because I did sell my condo and then that was really it. And from there on, so I guess there's a lot of change. I got rid of my condo, moved places, got married during COVID. So I guess there's a lot of stuff to remember during that period. But I think the thing that sticks out the most is like something I never thought is like being home with the family for like an, that, like almost, almost nine, eight, nine months. That was honestly pretty enjoyable. And I mean, it was something I never expected we would do ever again. So yeah, it's like never in your life. Can you ever plan to have so many months together with your family, which is, I think it was a, it was kind of a blessing for, especially for a lot of us, like Brown kids, you know, Yeah, that we got to go home. Um, that's nice. I think the, the common story between all three so far is that that Wednesday where the NBA got shut down was kind of, <laughs> was kind of the, the tipping point in everyone's life. Honestly, it, it was like was the OKC the versus playing the Jazz or something. Yeah. They're literally on the court and they call the game Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. That's all I remember. Rudy Gobert goes positive. NBA canceled. <laughs> yeah. They literally rush the court and cancel the game. Yeah. Man, the only thing I was thinking was LeBron going to win a championship this year. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a pretty big day, like in America as well, because like a major professional league getting closed in the middle of like a game, basically starting. That is, that was huge. That made it serious for a lot of people. Yeah. I think something like also stuck out was like my work would always keep like being like, oh, it's gonna be two weeks, oh, it's gonna be a month, it's gonna be three, four, like six weeks, it's gonna be two months. I mean, they, at, the, at this moment, EY has never hasn't even gone back yet, That's and crazy. I've actually changed jobs twice already, but. And the, I guess the place I'm finally at is actually in person, but I do miss, I'm not gonna lie, I miss the work from home aspect. It's pretty chill. Yeah, but I remember when quarantine started, we had a friend who was getting married at the end of May. And I was like confident, like, like this wedding's gonna happen. I was like, this is gonna be like a two week thing. And then it's gonna be over. We're gonna get to take care of it. America's gonna socially distance themselves. We're gonna listen to the guidelines. It's gonna be over. And Honestly, I was so naive, so naive. Oh, yeah. But lesson learned. We're literally what, uh, like you said, fifteen months into it, and in Alabama, it's as bad as it's ever been. That's kind of yeah. sad. That's that's crazy. That we're still. Yeah. This is on your left, where you were. Yeah, my my thing. I think my story starts really from January, where I remember my friend from law school sent me like a meme about coronavirus. Um, pretty early in January, second semester of my first year of law school. I, that was my first time hearing about it. And I was like, oh, this is probably just like Jose said, this is probably just going to be a thing that stays uh, pretty, pretty local and it doesn't even come here. So I kind of just like looked at the meme. I was like, oh, whatever. And then I think, I think Mazomo sends stuff, starts sending stuff in our um, Instagram group chat. And I started hearing some stuff about that, but it didn't really, I didn't really do any like research on it or anything until like March. I, I go back home for spring break with the expectation that, you know, I'll be, we'll be back after a week. It's not nothing serious. I think my, uh, my professor made a joke in her last class before spring break. She's like, make sure you wash your hands because of COVID. And everyone, everyone just laughed because we were like, oh, whatever. It's not a big deal. So I go home, uh, I fly home, leave, like I said before, I leave my car in Atlanta because I know I'm just going to take a return flight and come back to Athens and drive back. And then, boom, I've, uh, I had an interview on March 11th. I think that's the day when the NBA shut down. So I had an interview for a summer job that day. 
and even in that interview, we started talking about coronavirus and we were just like, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that serious. It's going to be whatever. Literally five hours after that interview, the the news hits that Rudy Gobert tested positive and the NBA is canceled. And then that's when I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to go back probably to UGA for quite some time. I start, I, I was starting to kind of panic. I was like, what, what's going to happen with my classes? What am I going to do? I'm like, shoot, this is insane. This is crazy. And I think the next day we, um, where Mina Fon reside, um, our hometown of Madison, Mississippi, it was the grand opening of a Costco. So my, my parents were like, we got to go to Costco. Not just, because, <laughs> not just because it was a grand opening, but because we got to get some supplies now too. And I was, I remember that, that grand opening of Costco so vividly because everyone was there. Everyone was panicked. Uh, the mask culture obviously wasn't even set yet. Like no, no one knew what to do. So there was, they were just handing out, um, you know, those, uh, the wipes to like wipe off your card and whatever. So we did that. I was just remembering that all the shelves are completely empty. I don't know. I don't even think this is related to being a grand opening. I just think it was just people panicking and bulk buying. Anyways, that we could do that. And then I, I remember being on the phone with Afan and then talking to Maha and Omar over the phone. Everyone's just like, yeah, we, we're going home, whatever. But I did I did see Josefa. I think I, I, I did see Maha too because I had to get my car. But that was the last time I think I saw them until the summer. And like Afan said, my life, our life completely changed. I was in the house for eight weeks. I didn't even leave my house. The only time I left my house was to throw away the trash. Um. So, but it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Uh, I don't want to sound like too, you know, I think we have to acknowledge our privilege because I was talking with Zana about this last night that when I think about quarantine, I kind of think about it as sort of a time where I got to spend time with family and it was kind of a, a good time. Um, but I know I also recognize that it wasn't a good time for a lot of people, but Thankfully, we, everyone in this in this group, we have we have a good family to go back to, we have a stable home to go back to. So it was a time where I kind of enjoyed just being with family. Everyone was in it together, got some quality family time. But uh, yeah, it was. I look back at that time, kind of just like, wow, that's a different type of feeling that I have. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, something that hopefully will never happen again. Um, no. But uh, you know, it was something that I don't think any of us will ever forget. The first time we did leave is on was we went to Birmingham to move out of my apartment. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, we did. I remember that. Yeah. We picked up Macarios and then we like sat in on the ground of Moretti and ate. That was like the first time we got out of the house. Yeah. And then you guys came over during the, the summer as well. For yeah. Dance wedding. Dance wedding. We watched the, that movie. Yeah, that was really fun to see some people at least. Yeah. But now we're still in it though. We're we're still pretty pretty yeah. neat in it. I think hey, people are more relaxed. A couple of years. Uh, to be recommendation, please get vaccinated, please, for the love of God. Yes. I think we, FDA approved like a third dose for people who are previously vaccinated, right? So, so yeah. I think it's like uh, whatever, eight months after your second dose. I don't think they're giving it out yet at UAB at least. Yeah, they're not giving it out here either. Luckily here, the cases, I think we've already hit our peak, so the cases are on the decline. Yeah, but that's this peak. You never know when the next peak is. I know. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mississippi is one of the lowest, I think, lower vaccinated states. Yes. I believe. Is Alabama. 
Yeah, we had two like parking garage hospitals. I think one of them just closed. So hopefully, oh hopefully people get vaccinated now, so we don't have to open it back up. But yeah, okay. On to the, I guess the last thing is a little bit lighter topic. Um, um, you know, there's two big albums that have just released within the last month. Uh, we got Kanye West, Donda. And we have uh, Drake's Certified Lover Boy. Um, we're thinking about getting thoughts from, from all of us on both albums and what we like, what we don't like. Uh, so, yeah. I think it's on. Go yeah, ahead and uh, pick your biases, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've been listening to sort of, I am, for anyone who knows me, I'm a pretty, I'm a massive Drake fan, probably a diehard fan, but I've been, a fond knows, I've been pretty, fa- I've been fairly critical of Drake for the past few years. Like, I'm, I'm not like a, like a, I'm, I'm pre- I wouldn't say I'm like totally biased when it comes to him, but uh, I didn't, when, in 2018, when he, when he dropped Scorpion, I was not a fan of that project. I think that was his worst project. So, after that, I was like, man, he really needs to release something. Now, three years later, I've been listening to Certified Lover Boy pretty religiously for a week now. And I really think it's some of his best work. I, I think my top three projects for Drake are obviously Take Care. And then two and three in no order is uh, Nothing Was the Same in uh, Views. But I think it's slowly creeping up to that tier because I, I counted there's 12 tracks that I liked out of 21 that I consistently listened to. And I think What's your favorite track? My favorite track is I Miss You Too with Kid Cudi. I think that's... Really? Dude, that's very prayed and way too sexy, I think. Are yeah, those favorite. those are my other two. Uh, way Too uh-huh. Sexy goes insane. It goes <laughs> so well. I, I listen to Way Too Sexy every single day on my way to the gym. Bro, <laughs> like, I've, been, I've been listening to that on the way to class, and I'm just like, I can't help but not dance. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You start like, feeling yourself, man. That's what it matters. Yeah, like if you got a nice fit on and you're like, shoot, it's <laughs> the, game the, over. The best part of that song is when Drake comes in, he's like, okay, all right. You know? Exactly, exactly. That's like the best part. <laughs> the beat is crazy. I think I really enjoyed this. I think he killed it, absolutely. I, I would give it like a, a solid 8.7, 8.8 out of 10. So just an I awesome agree. It, It's a pretty good album. Uh, I, like I mentioned, my favorite team, The Fair Trade and Way too sexy. I uh, I miss you too. Is pretty good too. Um, mm. uh, Afan was Afan. Afan will probably talk about. It, but there's uh, what I liked. Uh, what is it? in the Bible? Kind of grew on me. Uh, Race my mind. Uh, what else is on there? No one wants girl wants girls. Yeah, girls wants girls. girls, girls. That's not kind of dumb in my opinion. But <laughs> it's a it's a it's a dumb song, but it, it's just so catchy. Um, yeah, yeah, no friends really in the catchy. industry. N too deep. The second part of N too deep is insane. Uh, TSU is awesome. That was a leak song. Um, my favorite but, uh, song is 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 Pipe yeah. Down, and I, I listen to that every single day. The great. <laughs> it's, it's just so great. so good. Um, what else? Yeah, I like to race my mind, and then knife talk with Twenty One Savage. I'm a, Ooh, I'm, a big, I'm a big Twenty One Savage feature guy. So whenever Twenty One Savage is on a feature, it's and like they're they're. I was reading about this, like the way he raps is like so con, con like contrasting to how Drake does music. So it actually comes up as like a really good uh, a good combination of them too. Like what what was that uh, song he had when I was a freshman in college? It was like uh, it's about like him like Purple Hearts. You remember that? Is it was it sneaking? Yeah, sneaking. You guys remember that song? Yeah, we used to play that all the time. They came out with a pack of uh, fake friends too, so that was those are two good songs there too. 
I didn't give my, I didn't give Donda much of a listen, so I probably can't comment. But I did like one song a lot on that. It's Jonah. Jonah's a really good song. Yeah, yeah. I think Donda, very much the life of Pablo kind of vibes for me. Uh, so good, good Kanye. I don't think Kanye is necessarily the same Kanye that we knew growing up. So I think there's like almost a dissonance of how we view his music today and the music that we kind of grew up with, um, like 808's Heartbreak and Watch the Throne. But I still like Kanye. There's a lot going on on this album. I think there's <laughs> too much going on on the album, which makes me a little bit more apprehensive. I think Certified Lover Boy is just an easier listen. It's more digestible listen, in my opinion. That's my take on the two albums. Yeah. What, do you, what, what would you think about Certified Lover Boy? Is it? So I like it. Um, I like Certified Lover Boy. Um, oh, no, Maha, go ahead. You know, I, I, I like it. I, I, I agree with you. It might be top top five great albums of all time um yeah so I, I i think like slowly but surely like every not every single most of these songs are going to be viral in some sort of format whether it's on tiktok or on the top of the charts uh, i think every 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 song is going to have its its time of day here pretty soon exactly so i think i i, I actually don't really like kanye's newer stuff personally i'm more uh-huh. of his old man so i listen to some of his new stuff and to be honest i'm not that big of a fan but i do like drake's stuff usually drake's my favorite drake album in my opinion is if you're reading this it's too late oh but, yeah but i think some of the songs in clb are really really good and he does his lyrics are on point i don't know how he comes up with some of this stuff but it's crazy yeah i think he was pretty good lyrically obviously there's some joke lyrics out there like uh he says she likes girls, girl, uh, like a les- that lesbian lyric. That was, uh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that was a lesbian yeah, girl, me too. That's the like, thing, well, though. Like, he's so good. Like, he knows where he is that anything he says is going to be like like a viral clip or like it's going to be Instagram caption. Yeah. So, like, like he just is almost saying this, like, regardless of, you know, you can argue that Donda is a better produced album, lyrically is better, like, artistic value is better. But, you know, if I'm just trying to listen to music, I'm just going to throw on some Drake. Hey, I'm really just, just trying to lay back and chill, right? Yeah, he just makes music that's enjoyable. That's the end of the day. That's what it is. You know, it's That's all it is. That you can repeat. Like, Way Too Sexy, objectively, is just like, it's just such a stupid song. <laughs> but, like, it's it gets stuck in your mind and you just want to keep listening to it. And that's where Drake's value is that he promotes himself yeah, it, so it, well. that And he, it, he makes songs that are so catchy that you just can't stop listening to them. I'd argue we're like the quintessential Drake audience, right? We're not, we're not music critics. We're not here to, you know, be like, oh my God, what, what is actually going on? We're just here to enjoy music. And I, I think he allows that. I mean, you can't ask yeah. for much more. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't really listen to music to like delve too deep into like lyrics. I just listen to things that will make me feel good or like, well, or like that sound really good. And Drake, what, what Afonso does is he just makes music that people enjoy. That's really what it is. And he, I think he's better than that. At, like he's better than that, that than anyone. Like that's he's he's the goat for that reason. So damn, don't do do a leap like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do a leap? Yeah, she, yeah, I love do a leap. She's up there too. And y'all, y'all forget about young tilapia. Young tilapia. I was, watching, I was watching our music video yesterday that we made for that, and man, oh my god, and like cringe on the internet, man. Come on. We can't. Uh, we're, that we're, was, just not, we're just gonna not. We're gonna pretend that didn't exist. <laughs> we, we need to like delete that from the internet. There's a lot of things I need to delete from the internet. That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw Zan's uh, 
cereal for loops. That was actually really, really funny. <laughs> that was a good, that, that was, was a good, that was good. really funny. That has our most views though. That was a yeah. fun concept. I remember, yeah, did, yeah. didn't someone comment on the video like, what the F is? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got a hate comment on there. For sure. the, the most hate comments we got was when me, Shnor, Daniel, and Saad made that one video. Uh, oh, yeah. if you're, uh, the Ramadan <laughs> one? Ramadan watched this. Oh my God, oh, what God. was that? I watched that, I watched that again, man. That, that, that thing was hilarious. Dude, the only thing I remember that, my aunt was like, what? she saw this somehow, and she's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> or my white aunt was like, what's going on? Was like, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, the best I don't part know of that video was when Shinor walks in. He's like, "Get your hands on the ground." I remember. Uh, I remember Mahad running up the stairs or something. Dude, the cops came and <laughs> we were creating so much noise. I was so scared that we were about to get like a super uh, noise complaint or something like that in nature. But the cop just yeah. sat outside the apartment for like half an hour, and I was like, "We gotta shut up." Mm. Yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the part where where. Uh, or Mahad, you're like, I have these guns, and then someone's like, and then Shinor's like, What guns are you talking about? He breaks character, it was so funny. Man. <laughs> oh, man, good times. Oh, man, yeah. I, I also recently watched the, the spicy spoons we did where Shinor threw up. Oh, God. That's one of my favorite moments because I'm so nervous that he's gonna throw up all over like the, the table, and the, the carpet. <laughs> I laugh every time I look at your face. You get so nervous. You're like, you're like touching your shirt. You're like, oh, oh Shudu, are you okay? I was like, the sink, the sink. The sink, the sink, the sink. The sink. <laughs> that was so yeah. funny. Well, if y'all want to watch these uh, these videos, um, I suggest you don't. But if you do, they're on the internet somewhere. They are. If you want to waste some time. Some, some of them are good. Some should, of them are should, good. Should we, should we uh, talk about, should we say the name of the channel? Oh, man. God. I, they can contact they can contact yeah. me independently if they don't DM us, DM us. if they're down that bad and they want to watch your videos they can yeah 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 absolutely all right, all right guys looks like that wraps have, it up for this week what, who's got the song of the day this week it's on, you it's on man. man you're the you're the break fan bro it's all you yeah. all right i'm just gonna i'm gonna plug my favorite song off the album uh here's uh i miss you too uh featuring kit cuddy thanks guys